I'm Rick. I'm John. And I'm Ramey. And this is Say the X, where two anime virgins and one superfan watch Hunter x Hunter episode by episode. This podcast contains adult language and spoilers. To avoid spoilers, watch along with us. Episode 11, Trouble with the Gamble. Our heroes are up 2-1 in the best of five competition against the inmates of Trick Tower. Leorio and LaRoot's contest continues, betting hours of completion time against years of the inmates' sentences. LaRoot is revealed to be an attractive woman, complete with wow sound effect. She is also imprisoned for 112 years for illegal gambling and endangered species trafficking. LaRoot announces the next contest is if she is a girl or not, adding that Leorio may examine them to make sure. Leorio, momentarily frozen by doubt, decides to just go ahead and think with his dick. He bets that LaRoot is male. He's wrong, of course, but he just wants to fill up a stranger. He is now down to ten hours to bet. He chooses rock, paper, scissors as their next confrontation. LaRoot claims to be able to read Leorio's mind, manipulates him into playing rock. Leorio has lost, and not just this round, but 50 hours of the time they had to complete Trick Tower. Yeah, he's an absolute pig. Hashtag me too. <laughs> the game is tied at 2-2. Two to two. It's up to Kilua uh, in the final round. Leorio expresses doubts about Kilua's abilities. Um, mostly, you know, go ahead and it's okay. We can come back next year. Um, but Kilua is confident he can win. The final inmate is a serial killer. Uh, Jonas, Jonas the Dissector, uh, who was sentenced to 968 years for 146 murders. He was the most prolific um, serial killer in Zabon City. Each victim was discovered in no less than 50 pieces. He beats Matajani into the wall. I think he's finally dead now, uh, especially with that twitching of the leg. Uh, then demonstrate his grip by pulling off pieces of the wall and crushing them barehanded uh, as he walks down the tunnel. The killer claim he doesn't care about the competition. All he cares about is feeling human flesh again. Leorio tells Killua to try the hunter exam next year, but he just walks across the bridge. Ice cold. The contest is to the death. Uh, Jonas starts boasting, uh, but Killua just runs by him and removes his heart. Jonas begs Killua to return his heart and dies. Killua gently places his heart in back into his hand in sort of a, well, you wanted it back. Uh, Kilua offers a fight to Bendo, who declines, terrified. A pathway appears, which leads to a small room the group must stay in for 50 hours. Kilua brags that Jonas was just an amateur and that he used to be a professional. He demonstrates his ability to manipulate his hand into claws, which were last seen on the airship in Episode 7. Gitarakir the Pinhead and Hanzo the Ninja are the second and third to complete the tower. I actually thought Hanzo's completion was really funny. Yeah, oh, it's where he's like, oh, what? Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not the first. <laughs> oh, shoot, darn. Yeah, that, that entrance is just great. Because um, yeah. it simultaneously showed how skilled he was and what a doofus he is. Exactly. Uh, so this episode was a lot more disturbing to me than it probably should have been, I think. Really? I think it's supposed to be super disturbing. 
oh, okay, well, then it was just as disturbing as it was supposed to be. Um, you know, this actually made my skin crawl more than that whole, ooh, I love that look that Hisoka did uh, oh, a couple of episodes Oh, are you back. talking about the Leorio thing? Yeah. To be fair, it is consensual. Y- yeah. I, I mean, he was just being manipulated by the dick, and, and uh, she yeah. completely manipulated him uh, yeah, from, from but moment that's not, one. If, I, but that's not... Like, like, I mean, he pervs out, but the whole thing is is that he's offered the chance to perv out, and he could have just as easily been like, no. Yeah, but I think... she knows uh, it. I'm, I mean, it's... Gr- Sorry. I, I felt very similar to the way Rick felt, I think, okay. upon first viewing. Yeah. Um, and Let now, me tell you, this is where I get off the Leorio train. So I'm not like disagreeing with you that it was totally disgusting. I'm just saying. Well, see, the thing is, is I, in, I don't. In, it, at this point, I think I'm probably between where Rick's at and kind of where you're probably at, Ramey, and you'll have to obviously clarify because I'm making assumptions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please don't make me out as it's okay to do what Lurio did. Well, see, the thing is, is it is totally consensual. Uh, She doesn't act like it's super weird. It bummed me out, and I'm still kind of bummed out about, uh, about this episode. I think we'll have to for, go into that more for later. me. For me, it, it, it seemed really gross and it seemed really weird. Um, mm-hmm. But I had to remind myself and the show reminds you that Leorio is just a stupid teenage boy. And and that actually is the most disturbing part. Well, it is disturbing because she had no idea he was. Yeah. But. Which again, okay. that, that actually shows you. I, but, but again, again, it, it, for me, it, uh, man, it's, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. Yes. Um, I will say we are running up once again against the thing that I was sort of that that I sort of gave you warning about early on is that the the Japanese sexual mores as expressed in a lot of shonen battle manga this is them this is where you're going to have problems like yeah this will continue to be a problem throughout the series and I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you it doesn't get better yeah and I think I think my issue with that and I know that there's a there's a a cultural gap um I know that there's a a fact that this is not like the most recent cartoon to have come out anyways kind of a gap Mm -hmm. um but for me like a lot of it is the same problems I have with the the way uh, Minchi was dressed. Is this this is a cartoon aimed at teenage boys? Theoretically, I mean that's what we've kind of decided. And I I take you know I take that at its face value. Um, these are things that teenage boys are interested in. Um, that character Leorio, even though he's drawn like an adult man, 
is supposed to be a teenager. You know, depictions of teenagers, sexual urges, you know, discovering sexuality. Um, these are things that are always a little tricky to handle, but I think are also kind of important um, to depict, especially if you depict them well. And I don't think the depiction that we have in this episode is actually far-fetched, even though the whole universe of this show is very far-fetched. That that's, it's an understandable reaction on Leorio's part. Understandable. Uh, well, it's understandable yes, to an extent. No. I just, I have I trouble. Think it, I think if the, I, if the female inmate had realized he was a teenager, she actually would have played it differently because when they say he's a teenager, like when she freaks when, out, she, yeah. she reacts like, Oh God. Like, and I don't, and I think so, you can read that at least partially that she's not, that she's like, what did I do? Yeah, no. And I, I agree with that. Um, I guess here's my thing. And it's always kind of been my thing with, with anime sometimes is like, if we're going to make a show that fucks, <laughs> uh, if I want to watch cartoons that fuck, then I want to watch cartoons that fuck. If we're going to watch cartoons that are about, like, children in dangerous situations coming up against moral questions, I don't necessarily need them to pander to the part of me that wants to watch cartoons that fuck. Yeah, and I don't think it's supposed to. Well, I don't know that it's I, not I really supposed don't. To. I like, think it's... It, dude, it's played for laughs. You are not supposed to be like like whacking it over that scene. You really um, aren't. No, I, I hope to God you're not. No, but, but clearly um, Leorio was. Yeah, but, but uh, okay. But now we have to de- we we have to define what Leorio did versus what you as an audience member are seeing, and that's all context. Like if you just take it at the face value of the of what happened, yeah. Sure, it's super disturbing. But if you take it in the context of the show, the show clearly wants you to think it's funny. And you can have a problem no, with that that's, or and not. That's, and that's but, true. But, but I, have a, I have a real problem with you saying that, 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 that the show is showing them fucking. It really isn't. Oh, no, it, no. It is, I mean, it, no, it's not. It is, I mean, it, I, I, I agree is, with that. But It's a horny teenager joke. It's a horny teenager joke. It's, it's, it's the, I want to fuck my, my teacher you know, like like that's in every high school movie ever. Or the exchange always, student. I, yeah, no, and I... I, I, I or I, Stifler's mom. Yeah, Stifler's mom. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Except for there's a sex work angle. You know, she is she is giving her body to someone in a transactional way. Which and I completely can, support. Which, exactly. It's like, both of them knew what they were doing. You know, and, and sure, Leorio, strictly speaking, can't consent. But in that world, in that context, I just, I have a lot of trouble being upset about it. And I feel like... like no, again, I'm not upset about it. I'm bummed out about it. Okay, sure, and I, I I can see that it's it's sad that Leorio does that. No, no, I, I, again, I don't see again. I'm not necessarily judging Leorio's actions in terms. Oh, of, I am. Well, again, I am. I think I mean, it was I mean, a really puts, stupid fucking thing to do because there's more pressing matters at hand. I mean, that's yeah. a um, Tanpo moment, right? 
Yes, absolutely. Would do that. Yes, absolutely. Like, like I think we were talking about last last episode that Leorio is kind of like Tompa, but they're not that far apart. Not no, and I think and this, this is, I think this episode goes on to demonstrate that even more and more. You know, the the way they talk to each other when Leorio comes back across the bridge defeated, like absolutely, they're they're very much Tompa is Leorio's future. If, he if he's not if, careful, right? If he doesn't get his shit together, very much like. The clown. Hisoka. Hisoka, thank you. Hisoka yeah. is Kalua's future if he doesn't figure stuff out and be less super duper creepy all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, I, I just... <laughs> I just... I, I actually really loved Kalua in this episode. He was more ice cold it's than very he was enjoyable. in the last couple. Um, sure, but yeah. I, I really want to finish this conversation before we move on to Kalua. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, I, I, I'll be I'll be honest. We've done a we've done a little too much pearl clutching at this point. Like, <laughs> like, like, fucking get over it. You know, I I I understand. I don't understand why you're upset. Honestly, I understand why you're bummed out. So I I think that as as the episode progresses and as as this particular scene goes on, um, I, I think it actually becomes clear that they had so many other ways. Uh, of showing that Leorio was is basically witless um, that didn't involve him, you know, feeling up and apparently fingering a complete stranger because he was he was all but licking her off his hand as he's walking away in that dreamy state. Um, yeah. And he goes to heaven as a result of it. It's it's not meant to be. It's awful in its own way, but it. it I think as 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 a device they had they clearly had other devices that they could have gone to because they went to them immediately after that scene, but they and, and still showed, proved that he was. No, they I showed think, different I, things about Leorio in the process. Sure, um, I think I think my thing is is this show can go seven or eight episodes in a row being completely sexless. Not only yeah. being com- not only being completely sexless, but completely. Uh, devoid of female characters. Yeah. Um, Get upset. Yeah. Th- that I'm fine with getting upset about. So what, uh, what I'm not fine with is is being like, this scene was creepy because it wasn't. It's, well, no, I mean, I think it's, it, it's, it was, it's it was unpleasant. Pretty, it, it's well, unpleasant for what it says. But nothing about it is in, it, like, I just, I, I have trouble calling it creepy. I'm sorry. I'll stop yelling. Well, again, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I called it creepy. I think I did. Yeah. 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 Rick um. Uh. For me, it just felt. Uh. Here, I'll t- I'll tell you what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I was in fourth grade, I went to 4-H camp, and uh, and the goal at 4-H camp for everybody that was there that was in the little group of shitheads that were, you know, supposed to be my friend was to meet new girls uh, and to get a summer girlfriend. Um, and I remember uh, just being like, what a bummer having that being the goal of what we were doing anyways, um, which is just a weird, like, masculine, misogynistic, just fucked up kind of thing that... Uh, uh, you know, 
13 and 14 year old boys feel like they just have to do because all the other boys feel like that's what they have to do. Um, and I remember coming back from 4-H camp with a, a, a girl's address and her phone number and, you know, having a little girlfriend that I'd gotten and then telling my dad, you know, I got a girlfriend at the 4-H camp and my dad turning to me and saying, oh, did you get a little stinky on your pinky? Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is, uh, it just, it's, it fucking sucks. And that kind of pressure, that kind of performative masculine, um, you know, how many people are you going to lay before you settle down? How many, uh, uh, seeds are you going to sow? You know, what, how many notches on your bedpost? That kind of bullshit has been a fucking anchor on me forever. And so we were watching this and it's been 99% enjoyable. Right. Um, and coming up into this episode and then having that be the way it, it turns, it's just a fucking bummer. Um, I get it. I, you know, I've seen all the teenage movies. I've seen all the stuff of, um, you know, like I remember watching like, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to think of 80s sex comedies, but I've, I've seen them all. Meatballs. Like, I, and, meatballs. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I, there's a time and a place for that. There is. There's a time and a place for that. Um, and it is, it has cultural significance and it's not, uh, I just, I don't have a problem with, you know, I'm, I'm a very sex positive person. Yeah. But, but coming up into this one, it just, that was a bummer for me. It felt like it took a turn in a way that was, um, neither interesting to me, but it's not like it felt inappropriate because it was all about sex. It felt inappropriate because it just felt like, oh, we're going to take some time to do this joke now. Yeah. Um, okay. It, it was a bummer. Uh, the stuff with Kalua was exciting. The stuff with uh, Karapika was exciting. Um, right. What I'm what I'm learning and what I'm figuring out about this show um, is that occasionally we're going to have an episode where we're going to do some jokes, and a lot of times the jokes are going to be of this vein. Right. And, well, that's just, and I actually think that up until this this joke the the part leorio scene was actually pretty exciting to begin with with the blue dude and you know betting whether he's alive or not and what betting whether he's actually conscious or not i mean that that was actually you know i think that at that point it was still really a game of wits and they did a good job with it and then they went from a game of wits to a game of whatever um you know it's still, and, and it's, again, it's still a game of wits yeah, like I don't. I, mean, I, like, I would say without the Majitani thing, that scene doesn't happen. I think. I think, like I said, Larut's manipulating him. Absolutely. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, I, I, John, I a hundred percent agree with you. I don't disagree with you, and I think that sort of sober explanation of why it's unpleasant is better than just be is 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 better than. Than just sort of glossing over it as 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 whatever. Like like yeah, I think we it's we need again, to explore that. Like like with, movies in, like in Meatballs the, and American Pie aren't okay. You know they had their place and now that well, place is gone. Well, not only like, that, those but movies should not me, be made it's not anymore. That, it's that those are they're rated R, and okay. you know what you're getting into, and they're sure. marketed as what they are. Okay. Um, so when I say you know, is this a cartoon that fucks or is it not a cartoon that fucks? Like, it doesn't mean they're actually physically copulating visually. Sure. 
but like the idea that they even have sexual urges is something that is not explored in this in this cartoon up to this point that's except, not true that's not true except, except for Hisoka. the old man <laughs> well yeah. okay Hisoka's weird but that hasn't been explicitly explained yet you've hinted it but okay. but aside from the old man uh geeking out on Minchi's clothes and and then this it just again like that's always been kind of my trepidation about this level of anime mm-hmm. um is that you know is it i don't know and it's, that's it's, what, there's tonal and, dissonance i guess is what yes, i'm saying absolutely there's tonal dissonance and absolutely it's weird and absolutely it's one of the major problems with the show i really i but one of the reasons i I warned you at the beginning and you kind of made fun of me for that is that is that I was serious. I was 100% serious that there are content warnings on this that there's no, and I, and I, stuff and I, I think that's you're shitty right. in this in this thing and it makes me sad because it really does mar the rest of the show. Cuz the rest of the show is really good. Yeah. And yeah. really serious and it's really and weird really to considered. Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I Yeah. Like I said, I honestly think that Leorio could have been shown as witless without also being an absolute perv. Again, sure. I don't, but my thing is like, I don't, I don't, if, if he is a teenage boy and we, this is obviously, this is obviously in a society that has very similar expectations of teenage boys. Um, I don't look, see his actions and go, that is an incredible shortcoming of him as uh as a character the other characters in the show are like oh god i can't believe he's falling for this oh god i can't believe he's this dumb they do a good enough job of shaming him before during and after the situation yeah um but i'm not judging him as a character necessarily uh because i get that i remember being a stupid teenage boy i can get there yeah um, I, I remember the idea of how important dumb shit like that was and the precedence yeah. it would take over things that were way more important. Um, so for me, it's not really on him. It just, it, it just felt like a, I don't, it's just, it's such a turn. Yeah. I, 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 I don't disagree. It's a, it's a hard left into something that's tonally entirely different of everything up to this point yeah like no, even the majitani thing which was played a little for laughs like eh, yeah I, I i i mean and i think that's the thing is that kilua killing the guy is also awful like showing a kid kill an adult and then just being cool and just about being it. like whatever but that's the expectation that the show has given us is yeah. that adults die all the time during this test yeah. And it's been almost with the exception of some of the stuff that Hisoka said and did and he did it in such a different way that you know it wasn't played for laughs. It was shown as dangerous. It was shown as wrong. Uh yeah, I I, I, I I'll also say um early on in this episode in the translation on Crunchyroll anyways, and I assume it's similar on the, the Hulu 
uh, translation, and I don't know what it is on the dub, you can tell me, um, when he's speculating on whether or not she's male or female. Oh, yeah, that's really bad. And I know exactly what you're... Yeah, that, he, I, honestly... He, he uses a bad word for a trans person, like a and, totally and, unacceptable word. Well, again, I, at the time that the cartoon was produced, that wasn't a widely proliferated thing that you don't say that. Like I, sure. I don't. You have to put things in some sort of a historical social context, but right. I, I wasn't I, expecting it. Yeah. You know, my my wife was sitting in the room and just happened to be watching that moment, and Oof. she audibly gasped. Yeah, I I have not heard that word in a long time at this point. I um, I've. I, I I did stand up comedy, so I've heard it pretty uh, regularly. See, uh, that's in the in the recent past, and it was never acceptable. That actually didn't make it into the dub. That's not surprising. I could also imagine they edited it out. Really, I want to know how it's presented in the dub because because honestly, that set the tone, mm. and I think everything that happened after that, um, yeah. So it was just a little bit, a little bit, just kind of like, not necessarily, I don't want to say spoiled because that's too strong, but just it, it there was a shadow. Yeah. I, sure. I did go through the, the dubbed version and while he's going through that decision process, he basically goes off into like this whole, it's a win-win no matter what, you know, and, and that was. No, like, he's, that, that's in the, the, the sub as well. Um, yeah, but but he didn't go into, you know, any other the, what the possibilities entail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um Yeah, real disappointing. I I I just I don't Yeah, I don't know what my point is. I just I I, I really The creepy thing in the episode like I don't know. I I think that the Kiloa Jonas scene is creepy. I think Jonas is super oh, creepy. Oh, Jonas is super creepy. This one was just layer upon layer of just darkness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you, you have a, a known serial killer who is, uh, I mean, he's, and, and, and maybe it's just because there's still the echoes of Leorio totally perving out. Uh, but this wasn't just, um, I want to dismember someone again. This is like, I really want to feel human skin. <laughs> You know? Oh yeah, no, he's yeah, he's totally. Uh, I I mean, he's the dissector instead of Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. You know, um, but there there no, were yeah, he, he in the in the in the sub, it's it's just as creepy. I mean, you yeah. can't you don't know what they're saying in the Japanese, but the the breathing and the the lowness of the voice and and how uh, slow he talks. Yes, mm-hmm. and he's yes. just like in in the in, in the dub, he's like. This is going to be. There will be no fight. This is just going to be a massacre. Yeah, um, one-sided massacre. Yeah, one-sided massacre. I mean, it's 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 creepy as fuck. But I I do want to say thank you for talking that out with me, uh, John and Rick. It's no problem. I, uh, yeah. uh, I I thank you for setting me straight to to a certain degree and and expressing your 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 problems with you know going into that. So. That might not make it into the episode, but know that I know that. <laughs> yeah. It, what and, and it's, what it is, might not make it into the episode? Me apologizing to oh, you. Oh, you don't need to apologize. I mean, yeah. yeah, if you want to take that out just because it's unnecessary, that's perfectly oh, fine. Oh, no, but. just the apology. No, the no, that's what I'm, I'm saying. In. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But 
Now, then you don't you don't have anything to apologize for because again, there is an element of pearl clutching. There is an element of of it's not it's not what I expected, and so it's bad. Yeah. And, well, and I and I here's the thing: is that that stuff's expected in this genre. Yeah, extent. yeah, and I think that's that's part of the element of why I've avoided this genre, and it's not yeah. because I don't. But again, like I, I don't want to give the impression that it's like I hate that kind of stuff in any uncertain terms. Like, no, I'm ter- right. totally okay with that kind of stuff. Um, in the right context, in the right context, and, and handled with some amount of care. Yeah. So, one of the things completely unrelated to the show, but also very related to this conversation. Um, one of the things that I've been noticing just because I've been paying attention to people a lot lately is where they draw their lines. And it's actually really funny because the the very next thing we see is the, the, the Jonas Kilua conflict. Uh, yeah. And for some reason, just because of the type of show it is and, you know, the, the expectations, I mean, we, we've seen that hunters can basically get away with killing anybody uh, and, Right, and this we've seen the, Hisoka kill a guy, and yeah, and and we've already seen Kilua kill, you know, presumably kill two guys on the airship, uh, who were, as yeah. far as we can tell, actually just employees, um, mm-hmm. and, and not actually hunters, um, you know, like the fry guys. Yeah, the the expectation I think going into the 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 Jonas uh, Kilua battle, which is, you know, it's a serial killer versus kid is that someone is going to die. And they set that expectation very clearly. And it was not at all bothersome to me to, to watch Kilo literally tear this guy's heart out uh, very much to his disappointment, leaving blood uh, while yes. doing so. Uh, but that didn't bother me as much because it was a very clear expectation. And it's something that I come into the show really expecting to, to see happen. Um, the, the, the perviness was not, um, I guess maybe I was starting to like come around to the Leorio camp and, and, and like I was starting to like him again. And I was seeing the parallels between him and, and Karupika and, and like wanting to follow that story through to, to see, you know, uh, are are they both really as noble as, as they come across? And, um, you know, maybe he is that noble, but, uh, he's also very much, like you said, a teenage boy and it was kind of gross. Uh, yeah. And and so I think that that's why I I'll clutch my pearls over that nastiness uh, and and <laughs> sure. ask and ask my gentleman's man to to bring my swooning couch out please. Um, Did your monocle pop out? <laughs> and all of that, yeah. Uh, over over Leorio doing that, and when Kilua yeah. you know rips the guy's heart out, I'm like, damn, that was ice cold, and that's it. Yeah, and that was kind of cool, you know. Yeah. A- a- yeah, and and that's that fulfilled my expectations while also kind of undermining it. Like like him going out, you're like, oh, this is going to be a fight. This guy's not. This guy's not like Majitani. This guy's the real deal, mm-hmm. and he's up against someone who's also the real deal. Yeah. Um. And so finally, we're going to have an even fight. And, and he just spent so much time flexing and talking trash, and Kilo yeah. was just like, and we're done. Yeah. Um. It's one not of the things- unlike the Karapika fight, really. Yeah, no, it's the, uh, yeah, where, yeah, where every, yeah. Uh, except, the, it, well, except for the fact that Kilua did follow all the way through. Right. Yeah, you know, right. Where Kurapika kind of um, lost his nerve. 
Well, and I think you you were talking about about nobleness, like Karapika passed that test of his soul, and Leorio yeah. failed. You know, Leorio put his desires in front of that of everyone else. Uh, like we like I said earlier, it was a Tompa move. It was it it was it was a shit move for shitty reasons, and. Like I, I, I think you're absolutely right. You're starting to feel like, oh, maybe he is a good guy, and then it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not a good guy. He's not in it for anything, but but his in in it's the it's the same impression that I had from him at the beginning. You know, he's always talking about um, wanting to, you know, he he wants to go into being a hunter for the money and the fame and and all of that. Uh, so and these are all personal benefits, and then they get that that thing where he tells you why he wants all the money. You're like, oh, you know, he he really, you know, he's he's a jackass with a heart of gold, and right. then um, because there's like you know there's a certain sense of like altruism or or at least of of charity uh, to why he wants to become a hunter of the type that does get fame and fortune, uh, and then this scene kind of destroys that completely because it's like okay, well, it's not really about fame and fortune to, to do anything noble. It's, it's, it's all selfish. Again, I, I kind of disagree. I don't, um, I think more than anything, it definitely shows his lack of impulse control and his yeah. lack of, his lack of maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, the episode didn't sour me on the Oreo. Um, really? It, it soured me on, it soured me on the episode. Okay. No, that's, um, that's fair. <clears throat> Cause his entire rationale is, um, basically boy, girl, either way, I, you know, especially if I'm wrong, uh, I win. Cause you know, I, I get, I get to see the proof that I'm wrong. Uh, like that, that there was no altruism there. There was no charity there. There was just, oh, I want to feel sure. somebody up. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But it was, but it was, but it was consensual. And I, uh, <sighs> It goes totally against who he wants us to believe he is when he's telling us about why he wants all the money. Oh, no, sure. Because he, uh, well, no, no, because I mean, he's, again, he's not very bright, and he has poor impulse control, which he's had from the very beginning. True. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's totally within character for a person who has altruistic, altruistic impulses to also have non-altruistic impulses. Like, yeah, I mean, I, there's someone I'd like to be. Like there's someone I'd like to be in my head. There's someone that that I strive to be in my head. But the I, I wouldn't like. I also know who I am. <laughs> um, I also know all the times I've not been that. Um, yeah. right. And and I know full well that there will be plenty of times coming up when I will fail to be that. Right. Um, and so, and I think one thing that 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 Leorio does is he gives us that sense of humanity. That's a little hard to get out of the other three. That he's fallible and he's not really, he's not consistent. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because Karapika is your 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 man with no name, your your mm-hmm. kind of vengeance driven warrior monk with a, a strict code of ethics, um, and Kalua is the little murder gremlin, and <laughs> uh, and uh, Gon is. A blank slate. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, well, but his a instincts, trusting little guy. His instincts are so freaking amazing. Um, oh no, absolutely. And, and I mean, we, we, we actually see incredible. them. 
Well, and, and specifically with Go in this episode, we actually see like just how innocent he is and also just how dead on his instincts are. Because when we get into the Rochambeau part of Leorio's test, uh, you know, Gon's well, first he gives them the, you know, you should make her guess whether you're a teenager or not. Uh, and which I think is so funny because he basically reveals in the, like, he's shouting, like, yeah, (laughs) he's shouting the answers out across. Yeah. And and that was, you know, that's, that's his innocence. That's his just lack of, um, lack of tact. But, but it's, it's Leorio being wrapped up in himself, right? It's, it's him continuing to be like, I know best and I'm not going to listen to that kid. Even though he's yeah. right, even like though he like right. it's him, it's him just not having any self awareness. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing is right. Like in in his own way, Goen's basically shown us that he's gonna go out of his way to try to help someone, even if that person is clearly not looking for help. Uh, but it also shows us that he's so clueless about the way the world works that he's shouting Rochambeau instructions uh, as, as if the opponent. Uh, you can't know, hear can't hear it exactly. Yeah, yeah, but but I think that that like we can see where Larut, who by the way has been sentenced to like a hundred and sixteen years for trading animals and gambling. Yeah, uh, yeah, like she obviously like, it feels very much like she must have been gambling with some incredibly high stakes. She must have been getting some really, really rare animals and she must have just yeah. been doing it repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like she was, this was a real three strikes situation. Like, yeah. yeah. Very much like this is someone who has an addiction. Uh, to stealing animals. To Right. And to gambling, you know, yeah. uh, Illegal. And clearly I, I, she's a good gambler yeah. because I mean, she completely read Leorio. Oh yeah, but we can see. Well, yeah, her but he's an the, idiot. Like, like, let's be fair. You <laughs> to know? some like, extent, like she, she's she, an idiot, but she's reading him. Like, like she's sure. also getting like, like I'd love, like if there was a side episode where they, I don't know, maybe like an outtake episode where the two of them just like played poker. Um, you know, I'd like to see what a deck of poker looks like between the two of them. Bad. Yeah, she's gonna wipe Bad. the floor with it. She, she, she. But, but here's the thing. And how think, often would think, his would his theme song play for Raimi? The whole time. Oh, so often. It, 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 that's all that would be playing for for you know but two the hours. Thing is, the thing is, is, is I think Gon could beat him at poker, and I bet Gon doesn't know how to play. Yeah, true. Like, like yeah. I don't think Leorio has a poker face. Like he's. Well, and I don't think Gon has a poker face either. But Leorio won't believe that he doesn't have a poker face. Right. Yeah. So in that, that, that actually begs the next question, which I think is just the obvious one is did LaRoute actually get into his head or did he just get into his own head and, and she just kind of tweaked him in the right direction? Uh, Cause you know, like you said, he would lose to Gone, and Gone would not be bluffing or, or trying to play with him at all. He would just be playing the game that he doesn't know how to play. Uh, and and still get into into Leorio's head. So is I that think what Gon Larute could did? beat Larute. I think Gon could beat Larute at rock paper scissors. I think Gon could, but I I don't think that anybody uh, needs to work that hard to get into Leorio's head. No. I, I don't I don't know I don't know. But she if builds Gon it up, be... man. She puts so much pressure on him. Like she bets eighty. So now the you know you know 
in addition to the whole thing being on the line, now he can also win the whole thing. Like, like in Karapika's explanation is sort of given for the whole thing is that the more nervous you are, the more likely you are to play rock. Right. Which again, I question whether or not the psychology behind that is actually true. No, it's Um, definitely not. Um, but uh, that's like the go. Everyone goes left or goes right thing we talked about mm-hmm. when they first entered the maze. Um, no, but the thing is, is I think Larue probably could have beaten Gone as well, but possibly not through manipulation, not necessarily pushing buttons the way she does with um, Leorio. I think just because his sweet naivete, I just think she'd play him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because I, I, because they're constantly he's constantly going what's happening why is this a thing what's going right. on the whole time that that Leorio's out there and the whole time Kalua and Karapika are having to explain things out to him um that I th- sure. I think she could have probably detected that and taken advantage of it as well so pushing Leorio's buttons they're they're huge like like his his buttons are like Duplo four by fours. You know, like yeah. you, you can't miss them. I, I don't think that anybody would have a hard time manipulating Leorio because he's so. I guess, but he won. I mean, he he won a gourmet vacation with his rock paper scissors skills. Yeah, a lot of good that so, does the hunter candidates though, because he lost in the second round because he threw rock. Yeah, that okay, felt like okay. he, he he lost like a local local contest amongst like he. But you he said went, he went anyone. down any one trivia night. Yeah, it, you know. but but anyone could. I, I was objecting to anyone. <laughs> no, I agree. I there agree. weren't we, we a lot of people, and but you, he's he had some confidence. He is in the exam. He he is an examinee. Yeah. He's made it this far, and he hasn't made it this far being carried the entire way. Mm. Um, no, I mean he hasn't. He kept no, up with the hasn't. running. He made it through yeah. the swamp. Yeah, and he and he managed to get the 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 egg. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he's physically yeah. capable of being a hunter, and he's and, apparently well trained enough as a medic. Yeah, and yeah. don't forget, he won Karapika's fight. Yes, he, he did. did. Yes, he did. So, so in many respects, man, why doesn't anybody bring that up when Tompa's like razzing him? Oh, because everyone's upset at him, and because I, he's such a shit to Karapika on the way yeah. out. Yeah. Like, man, but yeah, we, I mean, dude, I mean bef- I, before the Christmas break, we were so high on Leorio. <laughs> yeah, we were, so, we were all like, Leorio did it. He yeah. did it. He did it. Look what, yeah. look what you did. Episode 11 yeah. ruined everything. <sighs> ruined it all. Yeah, we were super high on him. We were. Like, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm not down on him. I'm, I'm not down on him. I, I this episode. Okay was rough for me but i i yeah he's he's just a character and he has flaws and right and he had a badly written scene and i have faith that that he'll turn it around so the the killer thing like was completely you know expected uh went over pretty well in general uh at least with me uh and during that whole scene it's like Kilua doesn't have to say a word. Gon's sitting there telling everybody about him. It shows a certain amount of innocence. If if Kilua really wanted everybody else to know his business, he would have told them. And yeah. and Gon's just like you know, he he's like it's a social faux pas or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, he's just like, 
well, you know, you guys don't know that he's an assassin. And it's not even like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. It's it's just a it's, statement of fact, and it's going to fly out there with, with nothing else to go with it. I, I feel, no, I feel like it's more a, oh, right, you guys don't know. He's totally an assassin. Yeah, no, like, I, I like he's trying to calm them down. He's like, no, 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 you don't, you don't understand, and he's completely failing at it. But he's totally failing at it. But the other part of it is like, like there's this this sound in the back of my head as he's doing all of this is you know, Hagrid, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I should See, not have I, said that. I should not have said that. You know? No, no, I, I no, I, I, yeah, Kalua never makes it sound like it's a secret. Yeah. When when he tells Gon that first time, he he tells him that he doesn't tell people very frequently because they laugh and they don't believe him. Right. Yeah. Like they make it out like it's, you know, it's, it's a joke. It's but a I mean, joke, doesn't, so doesn't which is confirmed here. Cuz well, yeah, he because goes, they don't necessarily yeah, they don't believe him at first either and no one yeah. thinks he should go out there. No one thinks he he goes out there even after Gon says that he's an assassin, he'll be okay basically. Like Everything that, that Kilo said, said. I thought he said that after he killed Jonas. I think he says it before he kills him, but after Kalua's like already talked yeah. to Jonas and made it clear that he's not afraid. Like he's he's like then it's a fight to the death. You mean you know? Yeah. yeah. Um. I okay. think I think it's I think they kind of happen very close together. I don't know if it's right after it or right before it, but it's very close together. Uh, thank you so much for watching Say the X. Uh, we can be reached at Say the X Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Say the X Podcast uh, at gmail.com. Say the X Pod.com is our web address. Uh, please write to us, give us comments, you know, tell us we're terrible, whatever you want. The music for, the, for our show is done by Jake Cook. Please check out his band. Seal Pup's newest album, I Bleed Pop. Uh, and we'll be back probably next week. No, we'll be back next week. Please join us then. Thank you so much. Good night.